Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find the podcasts. Now, kids, it's time for a Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. It, to be honest, it's the same code as our last podcast because we just got back from vacation and I'm too tired to create a new code. So the code again is 25 4 28 28 1 18. Go to our webpage at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Decipher the code and you can enter our secret site. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, a certificate of membership, and you get 15% off any order from the Comic Web. Decipher this code at our secretsociety.htm page and use the word on checkout where we ask for a coupon. The code again is 25-4-28-28-1-18. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature... Superman! Look at the plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from another world whose physical powers are far beyond those of mortal men, and who wages a never-ending battle against crime and oppression, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. Puzzled by the uncanny disappearance of five huge transport planes, all of which were carrying collections of precious gems to the National Jewelry Exposition, Kent and young Jimmy Olsen, copy boy on the paper, found their way to a 30-story abandoned skyscraper, the Parkway Tower, located on a weed-grown field a mile from the airport. As they neared the entrance, a young woman whom they had met before in connection with the stolen jewels came out carrying a suitcase. Kent stopped her, but she drew a gun, warned them not to move and vanished into the fog-bound night. Leaving Jimmy behind, Kent followed her and snatched her gun away. Frightened, she turned and ran. Suddenly, a scream knifed out of the darkness, and the girl disappeared before Superman's amazed eyes. Listen. She's gone. Vanished. Not a sign of her out here. What's that? Wait, Scott, there she is. Caught in a huge quicksand hole. Dragging her down. Don't struggle. I'll get you out. Thinking fast. No wonder. Terrific. I hope I can get out myself. Got a few feet. There. I've got her. Ah, she fainted. Gotta work my way back to solid earth. Won't be easy. I need all my strength. Getting there. Slowly. Now. Ah, made it. Not by much. Let Jimmy see me as Superman. Not at a time like this. Might put two and two together. I'll change back to Kent. Right here, Jimmy. Be careful. You're going to scream, Mr. Kent. And... See that big oh. hole in the ground? It's full of quicksand. She stumbled into it and almost sank before I could get her off. Is she hurt? Oh. Stand back a little, Jimmy. Oh. Give her air. Oh, I see. Oh. You're safe now. Get out of it. Fell into it. Yes, I know you fell into it. I heard you scream. You saved my life. After I pulled a gun on you. No, forget it. You should have let me take it inside. 
I'm no good. Drink's no good. Now, come on, come on. Pull yourself together. You can be of great help to us. I'll do anything you say, anything. Well, then tell us. Where's the yellow mask? In that building, the Parkway Tower. At the headquarters. I locked him in a room on the 10th floor. The only other people in the building are a watchman and a radio operator. Radio operator? Well, that's how we made those transport planes disappear. By sending out false radio beams. Where are the planes? Buried in that They followed the beam, and that's where it led. Mm, the planes, the people in them were buried alive in that quicksand? Yes, that's what he told me. But before the planes sank, his men took the jewels off them. Are you telling me the truth? I swear it's the truth. Look in that suitcase. You'll find all the jewels. When the mask showed them to me, I pulled a gun on him and took them. Where is the suitcase? Oh, I dropped it when I ran away from you. See if you can find it in the grass, Jimmy. Okay. You feel all right now, miss? Yes, it's okay. Right here. It's awful heavy, though. Good boy. Sit it down here. We'll open it. All right. Why? There. there are all the jewels. I took everything he had in the safe. They're worth millions. What we got to do is get the yellow mask. Well, it's not that simple, Jimmy. Hmm? All we have is Mr... Uh, My name's Lorimer. Chitty Lorimer. All we have is Miss Lorimer's word against the yellow mask. And I don't think it's enough to hold up in court. This time we've got to be right and put the mask behind bars for life. Yeah, but how? Slippery as a meal. Well, even eels can be lured into traps. You still want to help us, Miss Lorimer? I told you I would. All right. Now, the first thing to do is to get back to the city with these jewels. Then we'll figure out a trap for the yellow mask. A trap strong enough to hold him. Here, I'll take the suitcase, Jimmy. You help us long. Okay, Mr. Kent. Where are we headed? Back to the airport. That's where we parked our car. Just follow me. Good evening, radio fans. This is Bill Breen with some hot news for you. Chicky Lama, alleged queen of a billion-dollar jewel ring, still refuses to tell police where she hid a fortune in precious gems stolen from the National Exposition. The young woman now being held in city prison says she won't talk. Commissioner's office. Commissioner, this is Evans, National News Service. What about that Lorimer girl? Are we getting the true story? Of course you are. Well, it sounds fishy to me. Well, that's just too bad. Goodbye. Kent, you can't keep this up much longer. The papers and news services are beginning to smell a rat. All I ask is another 24 hours, Commissioner. If the yellow mask doesn't bite by then, I'll step out. All right, but I don't like it. What do you think the papers would say if they knew we had the jewels and weren't returning them to their rightful owners? Something's going to break tonight, Commissioner. I've got a feeling it will. Well, I hope so, Kent, because I'm in a spot now. This yellow mask you keep talking about. What if he doesn't exist? Oh, I can assure you he does. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to wager that at this very moment he's plotting to get his hands on those missing jewels. And that's just what we're waiting for. You sent for me, Chief? Yes. Close the door. I've got a job for you, Lefty. A dangerous job. Ah, you know me, Chief. Nothing's too tough if there's dough in it. Five hundred dollars, Lefty. Why, Chief, for five seas, I'd steal a battleship with half the Navy on it. I don't want any battleships. But listen closely. There's a girl being held in the city prison. Yeah, I heard about her over the radio. Cut the load of ice, didn't she? She walked out of here carrying fifteen million dollars worth of precious gems. Yeah, that ain't hay. Where'd she get the haul? Never mind that. I want that girl brought to me. 
You mean I, I got to sling her out of the jug? Exactly. And for performing that little service, you will be paid $500 on delivery. Well, I, I don't know, Chief. Springing a dame out of that hoose cow ain't no pipe. I thought you said no job was too tough for you as long as there was money in it. Well, yeah, I know, but maybe I'll have to grease the skids. Maybe I'll have to pay off a couple guys. Uh, how about making it a grand? Thousand dollars? Well, that ain't too much. Not for this kind of job. You guarantee to get her out tonight? Sure, sure. Where do I take her? You want me to bring her here? No. I've got a little place about 20 miles from the city. I'll tell you how to get there. But first, there's another little matter that you and your friends would have to attend to. Yeah, what is it? You may be followed. In case you are, I have a plan for getting rid of whoever follows you. Okay, but first let me call a couple of guys and get them set. Go ahead. Here's the phone. These guys know their stuff. Getting pretty late, Kent, and nothing's happened yet. Don't worry, Commissioner. It'll break soon. You know, Kent, I still don't get the point behind all this. For instance, why is that girl reporter sitting in a cell in the city prison instead of Chickie Lorimer? Because I can trust Lois Lane, and I'm not certain I can trust the Lorimer girl. Lois is one of the best reporters on the Daily Planet, and she's not afraid of anything. But you said the yellow mask knows the Lorimer girl. Well, that won't matter. You see, this is how I figure it to happen. The mask must have read in the papers or heard over the radio that the police are holding Chickie Lorimer. But she won't tell where the jewels are hidden. Well, naturally, he figures if his men can bring in the girl, he can force her to reveal the hiding place. Well, what if they do break her out? I, I mean, Miss Lane. I'll follow them in my car, just to see that nothing happens. Lois has full instructions. She knows what to do. I'd better send a police detail along with you, Kent. Well, that won't be necessary, Commissioner. I'm taking young Jimmy Olsen. He's been on this case from the beginning and wants to see it through. He's waiting outside in the car. Excuse me. Commissioner's office. Yes, Cassidy. What? You sure? All right. Handle it just as I ordered. You were right, Kent. A man has just applied at the prison for permission to talk to Chickie Lawrence. Says he's her brother. Come on. We can watch what happens from the front window. Prison's across the street. Here, sit down. Oh, thanks. Does the warden know what he used to do? Yes. No resistance. Let them take the girl. Good. Ah, oh, that must be their car in front of the prison. Big black sedan. Motor's running. Kent, look. Oh, they've got her. They're coming through the gate. That means I've got to get going. See you later, Commissioner. Okay, Joe. Pull up on the other side of the bridge. I don't know if we're being tailed or not, but I ain't taking no chance. I'll be right back, Joe. I've got some business with the guy that runs this bridge. Okay, Pop. Open the bridge. What do you mean? I said open the bridge and don't stall. But, but you can't... Open it before I let you have it. That's the ticket, Pop. That's just against the law, so... Yeah, no kidding. Hey, wait a minute. What are you doing now? The signal lights. They've got to be changed from green to red. No, they don't. I want them to stay green. All right, turn around. Yeah, this rope will fix you up good. All right, get down on your belly. Hey, you can't do this now. Get down. <laughs> Couple of turns around your ankles and your road shut. So long, Pop. Come back. Come back, dude. All right, get going, Joe.
catch up with him, Mr. Kent? In a mile or so. They've got a fast car, but we're stepping right along. What's that green light up ahead? Oh, it's the signal light on a drawbridge. Yes. When the light's green, that means the bridge is closed. I'd better get over it before some boat comes along the river and the bridge opens. Here we go, Jimmy. Yes, there they go at better than a mile a minute, hurtling through the darkness over a drawbridge that shows a green light, but is wide open with only the deep, swirling river below. What will happen? Don't forget to tune in next time and follow the thrilling story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazines.